Hello, this is Mike Van Meter, and welcome again to the Recovery is Possible podcast. And tonight I'm going to be talking to Christina Van Meter, and this is part two in a series that I'm doing with her regarding her experiences at Virginia Tech as a member of the ROTC unit down there. And if you're not familiar with Virginia Tech, they have the core cadets, which means that if you are in ROTC, it's like being in military school. So kind of an interesting college experience, um, a bit different than my uh, not only my college experience, but my ROTC experience as well. And just talking to her about what that's like, and hopefully this will benefit uh, young women, you know, ladies, uh, high school girls that uh, may be thinking about the military uh, and Virginia Tech. And if you're not thinking about it, like she wasn't when she was in high school, maybe this will give you something to think about. So uh, welcome, Christina. How are you? I'm good. How are you? And you have no idea what I'm going to ask you tonight because I've not shared any of the questions with you. So this should be interesting. What do uh, you think? Um, I'm nervous because I'm not very good at answering on the fly. So I'm kind of nervous about what we're going to talk about. Good. So that should make it a lot more fun, huh? All right. So let's just start out with this. So being a female mm-hmm. and you're down there at the Corps of Cadets, not many females. You know, I've noticed that. And um, you can run through the numbers that you've experienced so far, but not a lot of females. And let's just start from the big picture view. How has that been like? What has that been like as a female? Talk us through that. What are what have your experiences been as a female going through the Corps of Cadets? You know, that's a very good question. Thank you. I wasn't expecting that. So um, that was my plan. I know. Um, a female in the core. I'd have to say I came from a high school that, you know, had boys and girls. So I definitely was used to having friends that were guys and girls. But most of the things that I did in high school were very female based. I was a cheerleader in all of high school and we only had two guys on the team. And then by the time I graduated, there were four guys, which I was used to mainly working with like females when it came to sports. I did gymnastics, again, those females. And when I did track, you know, you had guys and girls on the team, but I was only really competing against females when I ran. And so coming to college, uh, living in a dorm where it was predominantly males was definitely a lot different. I'm not saying that a bad way or a great way or anything. It was just different. It was definitely a different environment. How people talked, how people acted was a lot different. In terms of numbers, I'd have to say the sophomore class that I'm currently in for my floor, there's about 30 sophomores on my floor and about five or six of them are female. So on average, it's about like one sixth, one sixth female, Mm -hmm. which I think is a pretty high number in comparison to what my mom, when she went through the Navy about 30 years ago, experienced. Um, Kind of my experience as a female in this male dominated part of school is sometimes I definitely feel like not intimidated because everybody really respects what I have to say, but you know, it is kind of intimidating. Uh, in my squadron for my air force in, in my squadron for air force, I am the only female in it, you know, and that's about 20. Oh, is that right? I am the only female in it. Yeah. So that's not how they do it on purpose. There were more females in my squadron last year, you know, but you can't, help the fact that there are other females that drop you know you can't help the fact that some people just decide that rtc isn't their thing in college which is totally understandable but by the time that i reached my sophomore year i just am the only female in my squadron now there are other there are other females obviously in the wing which is great and i'm just saying for my direct squadron i am the only female which is totally fine um 
But I also, this upcoming semester, a junior came in who's a female and she was a flight commander. And I really looked up to her. I think that one thing about being a female in the Corps is that you really look up to the people who are females above you. You look at them and see really strong women who are going to be in the military one day. I think as a female in the Corps, I feel really empowered. I feel like proud of myself because I'm keeping up with the guys and girls that are in the Corps. And in terms of my experience, I I feel like I'm just like everybody else. Obviously, I mean, I should feel like I feel like I'm everybody else. But I do feel like I'm heard. And, you know, when you do the personal fitness assessment, obviously my standards are different for a male. So I don't feel like I need to have like a eight minute mile and a half. You know, I my max time is like a 10 something. And so that'd be for a max for the run. And so I definitely feel heard. But one thing I really like about my experience in the core is that I've met females who are motivated, who want to work out, who want to push themselves to be an ethical global leader, who want to stand alongside men and serve our country. What's great about being in the Corps is you meet women who who want to do things that are far beyond themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously I like Something talking about yourself. Yeah, I I it's great to meet women who have this motivation to keep up with the males to you know bring our different opinions and to just serve and it's kind of nice because a lot of the females they may be girly they may not be girly i definitely am on the girly side and you know it's sometimes nice to one day my friend my roommate and i last year we did a like a spartan race you know so we were just in the mud all day and it was so fun and then also the next day we'll paint each other's nails and do face masks you know it's a it's a balance and <laughs> that's what i found fun is that a lot of the the mm. females in the core you know you stick together i'm i met a great group of girls this past year who just kind of you know i don't just hang out with females a lot of most of my f- friends in college are males because of the core of cadets but you know i got a great group of girls who really support each other. And so I think that being a female, if you're interested in doing ROTC, if you're interested in joining the Corps of Cadets, as a female, don't let that scare you. Because if anything, like, I feel as though my opinion, my, my presence being there is just as valued as any other male cadet. And if anything, I, I, I met a great group of supportive males and females. Well, I know when you were in high school, and anybody that's listening that's female and you may be thinking well you know i'm the military thing boot camp it's kind of rough and tumble maybe this isn't for me i'm gonna take you back a little bit to high school right so you mentioned earlier that you were the girly girl in high school you were the cheerleader Mm -hmm. you were (laughs) you 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 definitely were miss fashion queen um right am i am i exaggerating or does that pretty much describe you i think i was you know I liked clothes. I don't know if I was fashionable, but I definitely liked clothes. You, you liked lots and lots, lots and lots of, of clothes. And you like getting your nails done and all that kind of stuff. And um, in the previous episode, we talked about how you never even talked about wanting to go into the military. And in fact, if I recall correctly, in high school, you would talk about how you couldn't wait to go to college because you couldn't wait to decorate your room. That, that's why you couldn't wait to go to college. <laughs> you was, wanted to have the, the girl room, and you had designed it and all these pastel colors and all these different things, and and uh, that was your plan. And, and in fact, uh, you had talked about how you used to sit in church and design things, and you used to sit in church and design your college room the way that you, were, uh, that you wanted it. So I remember 
and uh, and I'll have you pick it back up here. But I remember when we took you down to Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. and for those that don't know, when you join the Corps of Cadets, you actually go down early, you know, before the rest of the students, and you have, um, for lack of better terms, sort of a boot camp experience, and you'll talk about this here in a second. But I remember mm-hmm. when we dropped you off, and I saw the uniforms that you had to wear, and all the guys with the shaved heads, and what they the there khaki were a pants lot and of bald the people, white t shirt that. that you were wearing. And I looked at that, and I said, "Oh my God, this is so not what she was planning on for college." <laughs> Walk us through that. So one thing about what I was not expecting, I knew what what I was getting myself into. I definitely knew. Um, There was no secret. I think that one thing to definitely take away is that if you are planning on joining the Corps of Cadets, ROTC, anything, don't join because you got a scholarship. I got a scholarship and I was very, very grateful that I got it. But that's not the main reason I joined the Corps. If anything, I would have still joined even if I didn't have a scholarship. Don't join for the money. Don't join because you're surrounded by a ton of males. (laughs) That's that's not a reason I joined, by the way. Um, That wouldn't have been... The reason I would have joined either, but uh, anyway. Anyways. Yeah. (laughs) But there are a lot of guys around, right? Yeah, there are. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Apparently you've noticed that, right? I was just saying to not join as a reason. Okay, I won't. (laughs) Um, And don't join just because, you know, you you just think the word corporate that sounds cool. You know, do your research. Know why you're joining. I definitely am on the girly side, but that doesn't mean that I shouldn't join. I just think it's kind of a funny experience that... I went from wearing a a cheer uniform to wearing a military uniform. But one of the funniest things that I kind of look back on specifically from the very first moment that I stepped foot for New Cadet Week is guess what I did the night before we drove to Virginia Tech, Dad? Is this, am I going to be surprised by something? Well, no, I don't know. The night before you went to Virginia Tech. I'll just uh, tell you. You had a last meal. No, I, I probably ate some sort of candy. Anyways. (laughs) I didn't say candy. Okay. I took a bath, a bubble bath with a lush bath bomb. And then I painted my nails in a French manicure style. Well, I do that every night. What's, what's so special about that? Well, I'm just saying if you're going to quote unquote prepare for some sort of boot camp and you paint your nails really nice. Your nails, <laughs> as soon as I get there, you know, my hair's all done in a nice tight bun and my nails are painted and I smell like candies and flowers and I get there and within the first five minutes, my nails chip and I was like, dang it. Can, can I tell you that that was not what I did the night before I went to boot camp? Well, the night before my mom went to training or like your wife, my mom, um, she w- showed up in a sunflower dress, I remember a big that. hat, and pearls. <laughs> I, 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 I remember that. And I think she figured out very quickly that was a very bad decision on her part. Yeah, she was wearing heels, and she's like, I don't I don't think I'm dressed for the occasion. Why is this guy yelling at me? <laughs> yeah. Who is this guy yelling at me? Yeah, what is he doing? Yeah, but I was wearing the correct uniform. I was wearing the white shirt, the tan pants. I just probably didn't need to have my nails done. (laughs) But yeah, that was the first experience that I had there. But do you want me to talk about my experience in New Cadet Week? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, tell us about that. All right. Because that looked like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. But I mean, one thing is mystery of like, if you show up, maybe you got to see what happens. Um, But I'm definitely glad that week happened because I know that it would 
you know, in some ways prepare me for the summer training that I'll have this summer. So I showed up, you had to check in. Obviously, they tell you to study the guide on before you get there. So I did know the ranks before I got there. I knew some of the guide on knowledge. By the way, guide on is a booklet with... It, what, the, tell what the listeners what guide on. They so don't know guide what that means. on is basically a book with a lot of information in it. You know how you have the ranks, you have how to wear the uniform, you have like the skipper story, you have a lot of background information. Skipper is the the cannon. The cannon, and you have yeah, a lot of background right. information right. on different people who are within the core, and just a lot of information, a lot of vocabulary, et cetera, within this book. And basically, you carry that around with you all the time during your freshman year. And you still keep it as you go throughout the core, but it's definitely prominent when you're in your freshman year. So I go in, check in, you know, I have to hold the book at like 90, the guide on at like 90 degrees. And obviously people are starting to yell at me. And I, in my head, I was like, wait, what are they saying? And what's his rank? And how do I know his rank? If I can't look at him, you know, you just people start yelling at you and I'm trying mm-hmm. to check in and I can't look anywhere. I'm at attention. And that was definitely the first shock because I never experienced anything like that in terms of yelling. But, but you grew up in my house. Yeah, I did. So I was kind of used to yelling. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point, I couldn't be sassy back. <laughs> yeah, that's So you were nicer to them than you were to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anyways, um. So when I got there, as the week progressed, I started to realize that I think I just got to think of this entire thing as a cheerleading routine. A lot of the marching, a lot of the stance, a lot of the vocabulary was quite similar to what I experienced in cheerleading. You know, they would say, be at attention. And in cheerleading, you have attention, you have formations, you move throughout the formations at a specific pace, at a specific, like, let's say it's like 30 inches step or 24 inch depth, they still had that same exact measurements in cheerleading. You would move in synchronization with certain people, use your peripherals in a cheerleading routine. And a lot of the week was, you know, instilling this sense of discipline, obviously people yelling at you if you're doing something wrong, because there were so many things that I didn't know. And then now that I look back on it, I was like, man, all these people are yelling at me. And then if I looked at my past self, I probably would have yelled at me too, because it took me like, two days to learn how to do something. And I realized that I just had to think of it as a cheer routine. And that was kind of interesting because, you know, nobody I knew around me, obviously I didn't really talk to anybody because I was at attention for like a week. But I realized that cheerleading had helped me a lot in different ways. And New Cadet Week, I can't really relay everything that specifically happened, partially because I can't remember and I know it was like only like a year and a half ago, but it feels so long ago. That week felt so long. But then when I look back on it, I'm like, well, that's just a tiny memory in, in like in retrospect to like all that's happened because mm-hmm. now freshman year's over. My experience in the core is a lot different now that the, my freshman year's over. And now I only really remember like the fun bonding moments that I had with my buds. You know, we did a rappel tower, we did an obstacle course, and there were a lot of fun memories. And when I think about it, the the initial shock really doesn't really shock me anymore. And a lot of the week was like a cheer routine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's not so you're in your sophomore year now, and this year is a lot different than your. Freshman year, a lot different. A lot different. So if you go there and you're doing that for your freshman year, don't think that 
that's the way it's going to be forever because it's not going to be like that forever. Yeah, I have to say, if you can make it through New Cadet Week, if you can make it through the first six weeks, you have made it through the hardest part. But I'd have to say your freshman year, don't take it for granted because, you know, your freshman year, I realized I was around the same 30 people so much more than I probably would have wanted to be. But now I know 30 people really well. Mm -hmm. And freshman year definitely went the slowest because, you know, on the weekends you're doing different things, you're doing different trainings. And at night you have ECQ, which is like um, evening call to quarters and you're studying. And so definitely the time feels like it's going slower but it's a memorable year. And mm-hmm. as soon as that year's over, college goes by like into the blink of an eye. I'd have to mm-hmm. say my sophomore year feels only like a quarter of what freshman year felt like. And I'm like, wait, slow down. Like I want, I want well, the college experience fairness, to slow down. In fairness, your sophomore year, you've only been there about a quarter of the time, right? Because of COVID. That's true. I right. mean, I'm a, I spent most of the semester at tech, uh-huh. you know, but I left, a, we left a little bit early. Inst- right. Oh, I not left a little bit early. We stayed at home a little bit longer because of COVID-19. Right. Um, so how is that impact? So COVID has impacted your training in what ways? Because, I mean, obviously this whole program is structured. And in, in episode one, you talked about how you're being prepared to go to training this summer for the Air Force. So a lot of what you would have been scheduled, you know, because, you know, the military always schedules training out. How has all of that been impacted by by COVID, would you say? It's definitely caused a lot more rules. You know, you have op awards and you have to really take into consideration the safety procedures and making sure that you're following rules. So this past semester, I was a personal fitness officer for PT, for Air Force RTC. You know, we had to take into consideration when you have your squadron and you're going to work out, you need to make sure that everyone is 10 feet away from each other. You need to make sure that people are keeping their masks on when they have their masks on or when they need to have their masks on. You need to make sure that in order for them to take their masks off, they have to be a certain distance away. And if somebody's goofing off, getting too close to one another, you have to be like, hey, knock it off. Like, you can't do that. You can't put the safety of others at risk. So a lot of it was just really keeping each other accountable, which I think, you know, makes it more difficult, but you really do keep the people around you accountable and trying to keep one another safe. I'd have to say the Corps did a really good job, as well as like Air Force RTC, trying to continue training, trying to continue developing you, even amidst this difficult time of a global pandemic. I think the main difference in terms of COVID was definitely my major for my my classes. My classes were hybrid. A lot of them consisted over Zoom, and those were for my actual interior design classes. All of them were over Zoom besides one. But in terms of the Corps of Cadets and Air Force RTC, you know, the university trusts us to continue following the rules, continue following occupant loads, safety procedures. So my PT, that was in person. At first, it was over Zoom because you just had to try to figure out things. But once things were figured out, upwards were made and plans were sent out, we began that in person. My Air Force RTC leadership lab, that was in person. And sometimes we had Zoom classes when they were just doing presentations. But when we were actually marching, you know, we were on that huge drill field. You could have six feet apart between each person and you Mm -hmm. could still march a flight, march a squadron at double arm interval. So that wasn't a problem. And you still got the experience of leading a squadron, leading a flight, 
and learning different procedures and addressing different scenarios in person, which was great. And then the Corps of Cadets, you know, you have a management class. That one was virtual the entire semester because you have about 1,400 people in the Corps. No way could you actually have all of those people gather. But we were able to read a book still. You were able to still have different lessons that you learned for the Corps of Cadets. But Air Force RTC, that was predominantly in person this whole semester, Mm -hmm. which was still great because I think a lot of that played into, you know, we're all on campus. We're all in such close proximity in the dorms. So really getting people to gather at a safe distance on such a large university was still easy to do because everybody listens to the rules and everybody wants to train. Well, do you think that this has had a negative impact for the training itself getting ready for this summer? Because there's a lot that you have to do to get ready for this summer, correct? Yes. I don't... I really don't think it negatively impacted. I thought it would, but I really don't think so. In some senses, I think you face a conflict and just kind of prepare for it even more. And I think also one thing that plays into it is because of COVID, you know, you're in your dorm a lot more and people are craving things to do. People are craving a sense of belonging, a sense of community, because you really are kind of isolated in your dorm. If you're only really allowed to take your mask off when you're eating or in your room with just your roommate, you crave Mm -hmm. a sense of community. You crave wanting to leave your dorm. So if they're like, hey, we have this training opportunity, you'd be like, yeah, I'll go. Or if I'm just in my room, I don't want to be like just watching movies all the time because then you just get kind of in a slump. So sometimes my roommate and I would just review warrior knowledge together. And so I think in a sense you really do push harder to train because you're just kind of in your room alone and you're like, Hey, I have something important this summer. Like I should probably prepare for Mm -hmm. it. So I don't, I really don't think it negatively impacted my personal training. However, I do know that because of COVID, you know, people that were supposed to go to field training last summer, not everybody went Mm -hmm. about only 14 people. I don't really know the exact number. So, but you know, there was only a small amount of people from the wing who were supposed to go last, last summer, that haven't gone yet. So that means they will have to go this summer. So I think just the who goes, that might be affected, that might not. There are some unknowns, but in terms of the quality of training, that was not that was not sacrificed. Well, good, good. Um, so have you been staying in touch with people since you've been home like over the holidays? I have. Yeah. Seems like a lot of uh, a lot of the kids that are down there um, come from. Is it mostly Northern Virginia, Washington D.C. area? Definitely mostly Northern Virginia. Virgi- yeah. uh, Virginia Tech's a pretty big state school, and a lot of people from Northern Virginia attend Virginia Tech. Okay. Uh, now, as far as the branches are concerned, when you know there you have Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, um, and then you have VPI. Mm-hmm. So, can you explain? How big, relatively, are the different branches in the Corps? And then what is VPI, and how many people do that? I could not tell you the percentages. <laughs> no, I mean, what's, I what's the largest know, branch? I know that Army is the largest branch. You know, for the Corps of Cadets, the ranking structure and how that is predominantly run is um, kind of aligned with Army RTC. So, you know, you have companies, and then you have platoons and then squads and fire teams that's definitely related to the army so army is about i would have to say probably about 50 percent the core and then air force and navy 
RTC. I don't know if they're around the same, but they definitely are kind of making up that second half. And then you have some people who are Marine option. And then VPI, I'm not really sure the percentage what that is, but it's the citizen leadership leadership track and essentially it's for people who don't plan on being in the military but want to get that military training i have a couple friends who are in vpi and actually some of my closest friends are vpi and essentially they do some other management classes they do that still do the core that's the state they still do the class that's meant for the core and then for their labs they do more classes that are help them when they get into the business world or like the private sector just not really into the military and I know that they work on building their resume and still learn a lot of leadership techniques and styles that they would help them once they get out of college but they're not planning on being in the military world but they are getting this global global ethical leader training that you would even if you were doing RTC so they still feel like they're in RTC but they have different classes and it really builds you to have some great leaders to go into the business world the private sector beyond college Mm -hmm. and it's definitely a great option if you still want to learn that discipline still want to have this building experience and to experience this community without having to commission when you graduate. Hmm. Well, thank you. And I wrapped up last time by saying I wanted to wrap up. And then you said, no, wait a minute. What if I want to close this out? Yeah, so I'm going to give I you do? that opportunity. What What do you want to, what final thoughts do you have for anybody that might be listening tonight? I think that the main thing I maybe want to take away is don't be afraid to do something because you're a female. Don't be afraid to do something even if you're a male. Um, I've learned that being a female doesn't like limit you. And I didn't think it did prior to joining the Corps of Cadets. But I am very honored to be in the Corps. And if you're concerning at all, definitely research into it. I have grown such a tremendous amount of confidence since joining the Corps. And I and you could probably tell that. Mm-hmm. I think I've matured and, and I... I've gained a confidence that I don't think I would have had if I hadn't joined the Corps of Cadets. And I am not afraid to push myself to try to overcome any difficulty or if I set my mind to it, I will get something done. And I think that that approach I didn't have when I entered the Corps, I was too scared to stand in line for Mm check-in when I came through new cadet week and now my confidence is soaring through the roof and that is something that i learned from the core that i would not have had the core has caused me to have a different experience and some people may be like oh i would never want to join the core like i wouldn't want that experience but you don't know that if you haven't actually gone through the core and Mm -hmm. i'm very grateful for this experience because you know you could party all day through college if you wanted to but these lessons that you learn through the core are ones that carry with you beyond college Mm -hmm. and you know if you party or i don't know what people do if you (laughs) i don't know if i decorate my dorm with fuzzy blankets and rugs sure that'll be fun for my one year freshman year and then i get an apartment but the confidence and the traits that i'm learning 
are valued far beyond a fuzzy rug is what I learned. <laughs> you know, I'm an interior design major. Sure, yeah. I look at rugs and and building codes and things like that, which are very fun and I'm good at. But I know that these lessons are developing me into a leader. By the way, and we'll, we'll wrap up wrap up on this. So you are an interior design major. Mm-hmm. And so what's funny about this, you were telling me that you are the first person in the Corps of Cadets in how many years? Over a decade, right? That has majored in this? Yes. Uh, and you have instructors that said, we've never had anybody from the Corps in our classes. But do uh, let me ask you this. Do the other cadets ask you to decorate their rooms? Because they confuse interior design with interior decorating. Yes. And so they think <laughs> you're an interior decorator. So it's funny. So here you are living in the barracks at Virginia Tech. And people come up and say, will you come down and design my room? Is that true? It is kind of, yeah, that is true. It's kind of funny because mm. I live on lower quad right now because of COVID-19 and you just have a lot more liberty to kind of change the furniture because some of the bunks would just kind of feel like they're not stable because typically those beds wouldn't be elevated as high as they normally are. And a lot of people, you get a lot more privileges as you go from freshman year to senior year. So don't get me wrong. I still love a good rug in my room. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, I mean, once mm-hmm. I'm a junior, I'm definitely putting a fuzzy rug in my dorm. I'm just saying that going into college, my main focus was which rug am I going to buy? You know, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, why was I so focused on the rug? But I am going to pick a cute rug next year. That's for sure. But, you know, I, the first sergeant I had this past semester, she was like, hey, Christina, or, you know, she's some at rank and stuff, but she's like, will you come look at my dorm and tell me, like, where I should put this, you know? And people ask me, you know, just to kind of joke, they're like, oh, which pillow should I get for my room, you know? And I definitely do, people definitely do think all I do is design stairs and pick out pillows. And, you know, you definitely get some jokes because I am surrounded by engineers or NSFA or poli sci or bio majors, and I am an interior design major, which is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But what I love is the balance of the military and designing. Mm -hmm. And and I think that exactly what I'm doing is like a perfect blend of what I want to do. And so, but people definitely do ask me which rug they should pick. Well, I'm going to ask you (laughs) something. So in the core, you've learned how to iron clothes pretty well, right? I have. You have? Can you iron my clothes? I'm not ironing your clothes, Dad. You don't need me to. But you do it so well. And the Corps taught you that? You know, one time during New Cadet Week, the uh, junior that was teaching us how to iron was like, can you believe it? Some of these freshmen don't even know how to iron. And in my head, I was like, yeah, they're so dumb. Like, how could they not know how to iron? And in my head, I was thinking, when would I have ironed? And why would I know how to iron? So I was that freshman who didn't know how to (laughs) iron. And he's making fun of, he wasn't making fun of freshmen, but he was just saying because... I think somebody had said, I had never ironed before. And he's like, how have you never ironed? You know, because you would probably iron for church or anything, right? So the likelihood of you being 18 years old to have ironed is probably really high. Because he was like, how have you never ironed? And I was like, yeah, look at this kid over there. Like, he doesn't even know how to iron. Like, dang, that's dumb. In my head, I was like, all I do is wear like florally, like floral dresses. Why would I ever iron these? And in my head, I was like, how do I get rid of this crease? Only and old people it going like my away? dad iron. Yeah. And so the whole week, I was just frantically like, am I, is this going to go away? Oh my gosh. All right. Well, Christina, thank you so much for sharing all this with you. And I hope all of you got something out of this. So, uh, Thank you so much for imparting your knowledge on us. And if you're of out there, course. 
Mars. Thinking about uh, Virginia Tech or the Corps of Cadets, uh, ROTC, you know, give it a thought. So hopefully this helped you out. We will see you next time. We're out.